Hello and welcome to this Wednesday's Bible study. I am Pastor Kunle Adeliki, and uh, this is the first Wednesday in the month of April. Uh, we started a new topic on Sunday, and the Reverend will be continuing today. I hope you are fully prepared for today's blessings and uh, today's wisdom because this topic uh, that Reverend started that we are treating this month is something that everybody need, needs for their life, especially every believer, and it is a building block of life. But before we start today, I want to, enc- I want to encourage you that you should get your uh, pen and your, pay, uh, your jotter and your Bible also because we'll be learning uh, things from the Word of God today. I want to believe that you joined us on Sunday for the, uh, the foundation of the teaching. And uh, it was amazing that even on Sunday, the Reverend talked about foundation. So, we will be, it will be continuing today and I hope you are ready. You are prepared. We've been hearing testimonies. Uh, you know, the Bible said in the book of uh, Proverbs that the righteous shall be delivered into their inheritance true knowledge we need the knowledge of god's word to survive to thrive in this life and that is what this ministry is about so i hope today you are ready to learn more about uh what god has for you in his word you know the best way to know uh a product is to go through his manual and this is the manual that god has given to us to read to understand ourselves to understand those things which he has freely given to us hallelujah so as we are starting today i want you to i want to encourage you to be patient and listen attentively jot as many things as you can because today is going to be amazing it is going to be amazing Uh, so right now to start with i want us to open our bible to the book of psalms to the book of psalms all right psalms 118 psalms 118 we'll be reading from verse 1 to verse 5 psalm 118 beginning from verse 1 to verse 5 all right let's go oh give thanks to the lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever let israel now say his mercy endures forever let the house of aaron now say his mercy endures forever let those who fear the Lord now say, His mercy endures forever. I call on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and set me in a broad place. Hallelujah. Now I want us to read it again. And in verse 2 where he said, Let Israel now say. I want you to put your name. Alright. When we get to that verse 2. I want you to put your name. Alright. So that is uh, how we will read it the second time before we begin the prayer. And I want you to open your heart. So that when you when you put your name and you say let then you put your name now say it's mercy endure it forever then i want you to now start thinking about those things those areas that you've experienced enjoyed the mercies of god hallelujah so let's go again psalms 118 beginning from verse 1 to verse 5. oh give thanks to the lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever let olukunle now say his mercy endures forever let the house of Adeliki now say, His mercy endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord now say, His mercy endures forever. 
We call on the Lord in distress. The Lord answered us and set us in a broad place. Right now, I want you to open your mouth and open your earth and begin to think deep about areas that you've experienced and enjoyed God's mercy at one time or the other. I want you to just close your eyes for a moment and begin to think about the times that you've experienced. You know, the, the amazing part is every day we experience His mercy because the Bible said His mercies are new every morning. So for you to even sleep and wake up the following day is because of God's mercy. And through that knowledge, I want you to open your mouth and begin to say, Father, I thank you for your mercy. Because your mercy endures forever over my life, over my family, over my house, over my household, over my friends, my relatives, my well-wishers. Begin to, begin to pray, begin to give thanks to the Lord. Daddy, we worship you, we give you praise this moment. We say, blessed be unto your holy name forevermore, Lord. We thank you because your mercy endures forever in our lives. We thank you because your mercy endures forever in our family. We give you praise and glory. We exalt your holy name. We worship and adore you. Be thou exalted, O Lord. We thank you for your mercy, for your grace. We thank you for the gift of your son. Irrespective of where you are, I want you to begin to worship the name of the Lord, whether you are in quality church, you are in Akure Church or you are in Lagos Church or you are in any other part of the world. You are in your sitting room, bedroom. You're just coming from your place of work. You are in a public transport. You are driving yourself. I want you to just open your mouth and begin to worship the name of the Lord. Say, Father, I thank you, Lord. We give you praise. We give you praise and glory, O Lord. We adore you. We exalt your holy name. Be that we exalted. We thank you. We thank you for a new month. Thank you for a new day. Thank you for a new month. This is the first Wednesday in the month of April 2021. And you are still alive to hear, to hear things that he has in stock for you. I want you to open your mouth and begin to worship the name of the Lord. That we give you praise and glory. We give you honor and adoration, Lord. We exalt you. We bless your holy name, Lord. We give you praise. We give you thanks. We give you adoration, O Lord. Be thou exalted I am that I am. Be thou glorified. Be thou glorified, O Lord. We worship and exalt you. We worship you. We thank you, Father. We bless your holy name, Lord. We give you praise this moment. We say, be thou exalted. Thank you for the privilege given unto us even to come and learn again today. We bless you, Lord, for the great and mighty things which you have prepared for us today. We thank you because today we will get the new things, uh, those things that you have in stock for us. Uh, that we give you praise and glory, O oh Lord. We exalt you. We exalt you because that knowledge, that knowledge that makes the righteous to be delivered into their inheritance. Uh, today we will get it more. We'll get it more, Lord. That we give you praise, O oh Lord. We thank you. We adore you. We bless your holy name. That we worship you. Open your mouth and worship him wherever you are wherever you are i want you to lift up your two hands and begin to say father i bless your holy name for this day i thank you and i adore you lord thank you for your power thank you for your understanding thank you for the privilege thank you for the opportunity to always come here to learn but adventure today is your first time of joining us i want you to know that it is not by accident that you are here it is a plan that was orchestrated by god and i want you to open your mouth and begin to say father i thank you because i am here today because you have a word for for me and that's the reason why i'm here today open your mouth and begin to worship the name of the lord lord we give you praise and glory we bless you lord we bless you lord we thank you we adore you lord be thou exalted everlasting father we give you praise and glory O lord we worship you we worship you, everlasting father now the book of psalms 119 verse 105 says your word is a lamp is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path right now i want you to open your mouth and begin to decree that in the name of jesus 
today your word will bring light. You bring light unto me. You bring light to my path. In the name of Jesus, as I'm here to listen, to listen to your word, as I'm here to listen to what you have in stock for me, those things that you have freely given unto me, which I'm here to discover, as I'm here to discover them today, in the name of Jesus, light shine forth to my path. In the name of Jesus, light shine forth to my path. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to decree. In the name of Jesus, light come to me. Light come to me. In the name of Jesus, today my eyes of understanding is flooded with light. In the name of Jesus, begin to decree that today by your word I receive life and I receive light. In the name of Jesus, begin to decree that in the name of Jesus, from your word, by your word this day I receive light. I receive life to my life. In the name of Jesus, I receive the life of God. I receive the light of God. In the name of Jesus, I shine forth. I shine forth in the name of Jesus. My understanding is enlightened. My understanding is broad and is open. In the name of Jesus, today I receive life. I receive light. In the name of Jesus, I receive light and receive life. In the name of Jesus, wherever you are, I want you to open your mouth. I begin to begin to pray in other tongues. Begin to pray in other tongues and begin to edify yourself. You know, one thing is when you pray and you edify yourself ahead of any service you are attending, you get understanding, you get the word, you can be with another person and you'll be getting more clarity even much more than the person despite the fact that you are listening to the same thing. So open your mouth and begin to edify yourself ahead of today's teaching. Emma Logarese Tola Gadabosha, Ipra Kazutalia, La Rocabalia, Legadabose, Iliana Gadabo Shakara, Rabala Dumazia, Le Toro Bashe, Catologaria, Emma Lagarazota Lagade, Riba Rosa Belia, Legaros, Legadabosha, Capregado, Le Prozilica di Lerocadamoshata, Ibrego Donabosia, Alla Garosa Brindi di Mosi Catilia, Ele Rose Telagadia Lagadabosha, Catabregade, Ele Rocatanamasha, Baluzinia Legadabosa, Rima Lokoti, Mazuka Baja Gazika Telegadi Alagarado, Arokabashi Kate, Malialo Rosi Kate, Ibre Gadunda de Elezotona Moshegada. In the name of Jesus, we give you praise and glory, O Lord. We thank you because you've prepared our hearts for today and we will learn from you and we will understand in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and glory, O Lord. We bless your holy name because you are always here with us and you always answer us. We thank you because today's meeting, Bible study is a success already and our lives will be touched in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. We give you praise and glory. We exalt you, Lord. We thank and adore you, Lord. Be thou exalted, everlasting Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Wherever you are, I want you to put your hands together for the Lord as we take our seat and prepare for today's service. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. I want to welcome us again um, to tonight's Bible study. I believe you had a wonderful session praying uh, with Pastor Kunle Adeleke, the resident pastor of our Lagos Church. Um, it's been um, a wonderful uh, time, a wonderful day uh, here in the city uh, of Lagos from where we're doing this broadcast uh, to the world. Hallelujah. Uh, from wherever you're joining us from tonight, we appreciate you. Thank you for being a part of tonight's Bible study. Uh, you're watching us on YouTube. Thank you for being a part of this broadcast. You are uh, on um, our podcast and you're listening to the Bible study. Thank you so much. 
uh, for being a part uh, of tonight's meeting. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, just before we go into God's word, I'd like us to pray, take some time and just share a short word of prayer uh, tonight. Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you. We're grateful to you. Uh, we acknowledge and we recognize that only you are God. And we stand tonight in your presence to see that there is nobody beside you. There is no one like you. And that's why tonight we lift up our voice unto you and we raise our praise to the heavens and we say, Father, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed be thy name. In all of the heavens, in all of the earth and everywhere, hallowed be thy name. Let Lord, let all our praise, let all our worship tonight, let it rise up to the heavens as a sweet smiling server, holy and acceptable unto you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth and lord tonight we pray that as we go into your word your word will become life to us um the the the, the solomon said in proverbs that he said your life i mean your word becomes medicine to our body becomes life to our body after we have found it tonight help us to be able to find your word that your word may become life to us that it may become medicine even to our mortal bodies in the name of jesus christ of nazareth lord i stand in your presence and i release myself as a vessel speak through me like you have never done before make my tongue like a pair of a ready writer let me speak with precision and accuracy into the life of everyone that is listening to me out there tonight in the name of jesus christ of nazareth father we thank you take all the preeminence take all to, i mean take total preeminence take total control of everything that we will see and we will do in this place in the name of jesus thank you heavenly father in jesus mighty name we have prayed hallelujah glory to god one more time i want to welcome all of us again um to tonight's bible study for wherever it is you're joining us from i know that quality church is live right now people are seated in that church auditorium in delta state loves the main family assembly and watching this service to everyone who is seated out there if you're a first time i would like you to sit back relax and enjoy your time in god's presence in that wonderful beautiful auditorium for our career members thank you for being a part for our lagos members and for our friends and partners and all our followers from all over the world thank you for choosing to be a part of tonight's bible study hallelujah glory to god all right let's delve into god's word <coughs> once again i like us to open our bibles as we did uh, on sunday to the book of first corinthians chapter three uh, that's where we started from where we have a new series that we have just begun titled building blocks of life building blocks of life and if you will permit me to just do a, a brief background uh, of some of the things that we shared on sunday um so that we we just make progress we just journey forward from there um i remember that was sharing with us uh, about buildings about how um uh, important the foundation of a building is to that building glory to god uh, and as someone who studied content of vain um as an undergraduate i know quite i mean i know quite a lot about buildings and you see the type of building that you want to erect 
uh, will determine the type of foundation uh, that you're going to use for that building. Glory to God. I remember I was mentioning some types, some types uh, of foundation in the natural based on my knowledge from quantity surveying and building construction. We have strip foundation, we have part foundation, and we have power. I mean, we have several types of foundation. But you see, there's a type of foundation that we call pile foundation, glory to God, and that is the type of foundation that is used for buildings uh, that are going to run very high, skyscrapers, because those pile foundations are dug uh, into the ground. Some of them run kilometers into the ground so as to be able to carry the weight that is going to be coming on it. Glory to God. You cannot... Uh, erect a building, I mean a foundation that you want to build a duplex on and later decide that you want to continue to build and make that building is 24 story. What you're about to have is a crash. If I, before you complete that building, there's going to be a crash because that building is going to come down. Why? Because the foundation that you have laid for it is not solid enough. Hallelujah. There's no way you will have a building that you will not have a foundation. It must have a foundation. Something must be underneath the ground to hold firm the structure to the ground to ensure that it stands. And that no matter what blows against it, oh my God, I'm loving this. That no matter what blows against it, no matter what comes against that building, that building is able to stand. Hallelujah. I remember that shared with us uh, the difference between the man who built his house on the sand and the one who built his house on the rock. You remember Jesus shared that uh, that story with us and he said when the wind came when the storm came he said the house that was built on the sound was blown away but the one who built his house on the rock uh that one was able to weather the storm and i believe you know why he was able to weather the storm because the foundation was founded upon a rock glory to god it was a solid place the rock is more solid than the sand. So the foundation that was in the sand could not stand uh, the storms of time. So what happened to it? It was blown away. Glory to God. So if we're ever going to start talking about the building blocks of life, we would need to start from the foundation. And that's what led us uh, to reading First Corinthians chapter 3. Uh, from we read from verse uh, 9 if I remember yes verse 9 glory to God he said for we are God's fellow workers you are God's field you are God's building now look at what Paul said in verse 10 he said according to the grace of God according to the grace of God which was given to me as a wise master builder he said, I have laid at the foundation and another builds on it. He said, but let each one take it how he builds on. Paul was saying, I have laid a foundation. And the foundation I have laid, he said, people are going to come and they are going to build on that foundation. But Paul left us a warning. He said, the people that are going to come to build on the foundation that they have laid, he said, let everyone take it what is going to build on that foundation. Glory to God. In other words, Paul was saying there's a foundation that has been laid. 
the ground has been dug. The foundation has been laid. Now, after the foundation, the building continues. You begin to put set your blocks, put your windows, put your doors, and all of that. Paul said, the people that will come and do all of that, he said, what you need to do is that you need to be careful what you are going to build on that foundation. Glory to God. Now, look at verse 11. I just want to do a recap for Sunday. Now, look at verse 11. He said, For no other foundation can anyone lay except that which has been laid, which is what? Christ Jesus Christ. Now, Paul was saying that the foundation that has been laid, he said, There is no other foundation that can be laid. In other words, the people that are going to come, it's not like they are coming to erect another foundation. Because this foundation that has been laid, when others come, the only thing that they, are need, that they are going to do is that they will need to build on the foundation that has been laid. And that there is no other foundation that can be laid except that which has been laid. Glory to God. In other words, the foundation of our life, Paul is trying to say, is made of Jesus Christ. Are you following this? Is it just like I explained the other foundation types of foundations to you? The strip foundation, the part foundation, the power foundation. They are made of different kinds of materials. Glory to God. Hallelujah. When you talk about power foundation, you're talking of heavily reinforced concrete. Heavily, you don't have block work in between. But when you have like strip foundation, you have concrete uh, mixed with a little bit of metal of steel, then you have some block work. Glory to God. So Paul was saying that this foundation that has been laid, there is no other foundation that can be laid except that which has been laid. In other words, no other person can come and talk about laying another foundation. The only thing they have the permission to do is to build on the foundation that has been laid. Oh, I hope you got that clear. Hallelujah. Now look at what he said in verse 12. He said, now if anyone builds on this foundation with gold, with silver, with precious stones, with wood, with air, with tray. Let me stop there for a moment. He said, the foundation has been laid. He said, people are going to come and build on that foundation. Then he told us what that foundation is made of. He said the foundation is Jesus Christ. And I remember sharing with us a song, a very popular song that I'm sure that a lot of us at the other side of the internet are well aware of. You know, Jesus, you're my firm foundation. I know I can stand secure. Oh, Jesus, you're my firm foundation. I put my hope in your holy word. I put my hope in your holy word. You see, a lot of us sing that song without understanding or having the depth of revelation that the man who wrote that song had. I, I'm so sure about that. He said, Jesus, you are my firm foundation. You see, when we're talking of something that is firm, we're talking about something that cannot be shaken. 
We're talking about something that cannot be moved. We're talking about something that no matter what comes against it, it remains standing. Are you following this? Now that man, I'm sure, caught a revelation of the foundation of a believer, of every believer. Because Paul said, no other foundation can be laid except that which has been laid. And he said, that is Jesus Christ. Christ is our foundation. And that songwriter said, is our firm foundation. And I'm sure as we read further, you will understand why is our firm foundation. Because this foundation that has been laid is a foundation that cannot be destroyed. It's a foundation that cannot be taken away. It's a foundation that come rain, come sunshine, come hell, come the devil, come all the wicked one. No matter what is coming against it, this foundation is going to remain standing are you following this it's going to remain standing nothing affects this foundation glory to god the foundation of our life paul was trying to say as a believer is jesus christ christ is our foundation the one upon whom we stand the one upon whom we build are you following me we come and we build on that foundation christ is the foundation for every believer now he says when you come, you now begin to build on that foundation which is Christ. Then he began to talk about the different types of materials with which you can build or that someone may decide that he wants to build with. Now he says some will build with gold, some will build with silver, some will use precious stones, some will use wood, a straw. He said each one's work will become clearer. He said for the day shall declare it. Is that because it will be revealed by fire, and fire will test each one's work of what sort it is? Oh, I hope you're following the mind of Paul. He said, Christ is our foundation. Then he said, Every one of us will come, then we'll start building on that foundation which is Christ. He says, Some will use gold, silver, some will use wood, some will use straw. That is what will happen at the end of the day is that every man's work, in other words, everything that you have built will now be tested with fire. And your work is going to pass through fire. Now, I believe you know what happens to gold when it's passed through fire. I believe you know what happens to silver when silver is passed through fire. And at the same time, I believe you also know what happens to grass, what happens to straw, what happens to wood when it is passed through fire. When gold is passed through fire, it comes shining brighter. When silver is passed through fire, it comes out shining brighter. Are you following this? When you pass some precious stones through fire, they become brighter. They begin to shine brighter. But when you pass wood, when you pass air, when you pass straw through the fire what you have is ash and ash is not useful are you following this it's burnt away it's wasted away it's not useful glory to god gold you can use gold to decorate yourself you can use silver to decorate yourself you can use precious stones to decorate yourself but when wood has been burnt you cannot carry ash and say you know what i want to use this ash to decorate myself in other words some people's when it is tested by fire their work will come out shining more but there are some people who based on what they have built on the foundation that has been laid he said their work will be burnt up because when wood is passed through fire it becomes ash are you listening to this now look at what he now said in verse 14 
He said, if anyone's work, which he has built on it, endures, he said, he will receive a reward. In other words, when your work has been passed through fire, the work that you have built on that foundation, which is Christ, the blocks that you have laid on that foundation, after it has been tested by fire, he said what happens is that when your work endures, in other words, when your work is able to pass through fire and come out at the other side still standing or shining brighter, he said there's a reward that awaits you. Oh, are you listening to me? There's a reward for you. Then he went further in verse 15. He said, if anyone's work is burned, he said, he will suffer loss. In other words, he's going to suffer loss. But I love the scriptures. He did not stop at that person suffering loss. He said, he himself will be saved. He said, yet as true one has true fire. In other words, the one who built with wood or who built with grass at his way, his work will be burnt off. He said, but what is going to happen to that person is that his work will have been burnt off. He will have no work to show for it. He will have no reward for the work that he has done. But one thing is sure. One thing is certain for that man. He said, that man himself shall be saved. Now, I know this is something that is difficult for a lot of people to take in. Especially based on the, 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 the religious setting that in, each, in, which, which, uh, uh, in which you and I, or most of us, have grown up. He said, your works will be burnt off. He said, but one thing is sure for that man. He said, that man is salvation. Oh my God. His salvation is guaranteed. And you know why his foundation, I mean his salvation is guaranteed? Because there was a foundation upon which that man started building. And that foundation, Paul said, the material, if you will permit me, the material that the foundation is made of is Jesus Christ. And this foundation, I told us earlier, he can't be destroyed. He cannot be taken away. There's nothing that comes against him. This foundation is going to stand sure that's the revelation i believe that the writer of that song called when he sang jesus you are my firm foundation i know that i can stand and secured say security in this foundation there's security in this foundation glory to god when we talk about security we're talking about something we're talking about it's uh, we're talking about certainty we're not talking about certainty you know, there are a lot of believers who walk the face of the earth today who walk in so much uncertainty. They're not sure if the trumpet sounds now. They're not sure. They're not certain if they will make heaven. They're not sure. They're not certain if they will be saved. Glory to God. So they're scared of the trumpet going off. They're scared. And I keep telling people, you see, the sounding of the trumpet, on, I mean, the sounding of the trumpet that Jesus is coming or Jesus has come is not something that is supposed to be a scary tale for the believer, but rather something of joy. Are you following me? Because the Bible says at the sound of the trumpet, he said the dead in Christ will rise first. 
He said, and those of us who are alive and remain, he said, we will be caught up with him in the heavens. We will be caught up with him. We will disappear from the face of the earth. Immediately the sound of the trumpet goes off. But you see, because we have been taught wrongly, we have a feeling that even though I believe in Jesus, I am still not secured. So there's still a high chance that when the trumpet goes off, that I am not going to be caught off. Do you understand what I'm talking about? In other words, that person, you are relying Oh my God, should I say this? What you are relying on is the work that you are built on the foundation. That's what you're relying on. That's what you're basing your upon. You're basing your open the work that you are going to build on that foundation you are trusting that work to be able to carry you through but this is not your work that will carry you through what your work oh my god what your work will do for you is to guarantee you a reward when we get into heaven but you see your work is not the guarantee that you're entering into the heaven the foundation that has been laid is what guarantees your entrance into heaven oh my gosh shall I tell you this that there will be a lot of people in heaven there will be a lot of surprises in heaven there will be a lot of people in oh my god I know we have been taught that hell is going to be populated but shall I shock you heaven is going to be populated there will be a lot of people in heaven now they may not have work to show for them being in heaven they may not have anything to show for you it means they don't have any good work or something that they have done but because they stood upon the foundation that has been laid they will get there they will be saved their work may have been burnt up they may not even have a work to show but the bible said that he will be saved oh are you listening to me tonight shall i show you an example Jesus was on the cross. And the Bible says there was a thief on both sides of the cross. Now out of the three of them that were at Golgotha that day, that were being crucified, Jesus was the only one who was innocent. The other two guys knew what they had done. They knew they were paying for the consequences of their action. But Jesus was not paying for the consequences of his action. But rather I was paying for the consequences of our own actions. Are you following this? That was the difference. Now on that cross, the Bible says one of the thieves said to Jesus that if indeed you are a king, then you must have a kingdom. He said, all I ask of you as a king right now, who has a kingdom, is that when you enter into your kingdom, he said, I beg you, to remember me when you enter into your kingdom. And the Bible said, Jesus turned to him and said, That I say to you today, That you will be with me in my kingdom. In other words, Jesus was saying to us, That when we get to heaven, That thief, one of those thieves, that told Jesus that he wants to Jesus to remember him. That when we get to heaven, we are going to see that thief in heaven. And it's interesting to know that that thief is going to be in heaven. 
not because of any work that he has done in fact he will have no work to show oh are you following this he will have no work to show because there was not even time for him to be able to say all right i want to build something there was no time for him to say, um, you know, I, I, I want to go restore. I want to go do restitution. I want to go and return all the things I've stole. I want to go and apologize to the families that have raped their child, stole their money. There was no time for him to do that. All he was able to do at that last minute was to secure a sure foundation. Oh my God, wherever you are listening to me, I wish you would say to yourself that I have a sure foundation. Open your mouth and say it again to yourself. I have a sure foundation. I have a firm foundation. I stand upon a foundation that cannot be destroyed. The foundation that is called Jesus Christ. On Christ the solid rock we stand. All other grounds are sinking sand. Upon him we stand. Upon him we stand. <clears throat> Upon only him can we stand. We can't stand upon Muhammad and think we will survive. Because Muhammad is a sinking sand. We can stand upon Abdul Rushin. I think we will stand. For Abdul Rushin is a sinking sand. Every other person that we may say we want to stand on. They are all sinking sand. The only sure and firm foundation is Jesus Christ. Oh, are you listening to me tonight? I remember sharing with us on Sunday that as Buddha was about to pass on, one of the things that Buddha told his followers, he said, all of my life I have searched for the way. He said, I am yet to find the way. He said, and as I go to the other side to continue to find the way, he said, I encourage you that I hear my followers to continue to search for the way. Now, can you imagine? And that man Buddha pioneered or started a religion, if you allow me to use that word, called Buddhism. And there are a lot of Buddhists all over the world today. And what they're doing is they're still trying to find the way. But Jesus did not tell us that he's searching for the way. Or Jesus did not even tell us that you know what? I've been searching for the way and I have found the way. He did not say that. Jesus said to us that I am the way. Oh my God. I am the way. And it's not a, 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 an article that does not give certainty. He didn't say I am a way. Because if he said I am a way, then you could go through several other ways. He said I am the way. In other words, that was a definite article. It means no matter how many ways there are but there is the way uh, there is the truth and there is the life and Jesus said no man comes to the father except by me no man comes to God except by me we have a sure foundation I remember sharing with us that scripture in the Old Testament that says if the righteous be destroyed, what can the righteous do? I mean, if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? That was an Old Testament statement. It wasn't a statement in the New. The New shows us that we have a foundation that can't be taken out. We have a foundation that cannot be destroyed. We have a foundation that stands sure. 
We have a foundation that no matter what happens, even to the work that you have built on it, that sure, that firm foundation guarantees our salvation. Are you listening to me tonight? And tonight I hope I'll be able to just lay just one block. I don't know if time will permit me to be able to finish this. Glory to God. I wouldn't know if time would, would permit me to be able to finish it. But I'll lay, I'll lay a block tonight. Praise God. And I want you to open your Bibles. Hallelujah. Glory, glory to God. Are you there? Hallelujah. I want you to open your Bibles quickly to the book of 2 Peter, chapter 1. The book of 2 Peter, chapter 1. Now, you see, one of the things that this teaching will do to you, building blocks of life, because, um, you see, there are a lot of people out there who are confused about the message of grace. Now, if you have observed what I taught on Sunday, and you're observing closely what, where I've started tonight and so far, you will realize that even though I've not mentioned the word grace, you will understand from all that I've been teaching and all I've been saying that there's nothing else I'm talking about than the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. I love that song, right? I call it Amazing Grace. Amaz and you know when they say something is amazing, that means that thing is, is I don't know the word to use again for amazing, than to say that thing is amazing. Hallelujah. Amazing Grace. Amazing grace that saves. Amazing grace that saves. We have a sure foundation. We have a solid foundation. We have a foundation that cannot be shaken. Now Paul said, we will build on that foundation. He said, but let every man be careful what he builds on that foundation. Because what he builds is going to be tested by fire. He said that what he builds on it, if it is tested by fire, and he loses all his work, he said the only thing that happens to that man is that he will suffer loss. He said, but he himself shall be saved. He said, yet, that means he's going to pass through fire, but it's going to be guaranteed that he's going to be saved. Even though all the blocks that he laid on the foundation, he didn't probably didn't lay them well. Or he didn't use the right material. Glory to God. In Jesus we have security. So right now we want to be looking at the blocks. That we ought to lay. On the shore. And the firm foundation. That we have had. That we have. Now this teaching will give you. I don't want to use the word balanced. Uh, 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 um, you know. Like, like when some people will say, you know, you must balance grace. <laughs> Glory to God. Uh, grace cannot be balanced. Grace is grace. Grace saves. And that's, the, that's, that's our state. Praise God. But maybe I should put it this way. This message will give you a better understanding of how grace works 
Hallelujah. Or and I mean, what what grace means, what your works means. Glory to God. It will give you a better insight about it. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Now, Paul said, "Let every man be careful what he lays on it. Let every man be careful what he lays on it." And here, in the book of Second Peter, chapter one, I'll begin to read. Uh, let me start from um, verse two. Peter said, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ. He said, grace and peace be multiplied unto you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. This simply means that the level of peace that you have and the amount of grace that is upon your life is going to be equal to the knowledge of God that you have and the knowledge of Jesus Christ that you have. Your peace. Your peace. Your peace. There's a level of peace that comes with knowledge. Glory to God. Last week, Wednesday, while we're trying to round up the series for last month, one of the things I talked about is the knowledge of God. That David had in the valley of the shadow of death. He said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He said, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. It was the knowledge of God that David had that gave him confidence in the valley of the shadow of death. And here Peter is saying again, he said, grace and peace be multiplied. In other words, the knowledge of God and the knowledge of Jesus Christ that we have can multiply grace unto us. And not just grace unto us, he can also multiply the level of peace that we enjoy in our life. Because the truth is, if you don't understand the message of grace, or if you don't understand grace in itself, you will always live under tension. Oh, if you understand what I'm talking about. You will always live under tension. And what tension am I talking about? You will always live under the tension of performance. The gospel you will begin to function under is the gospel of performance. You will always live on the edge of life. Always trying, doing everything to please God. And every time you find out that you may not be able to meet up, uh, your peace leaves you. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Peace eludes you. You're no longer at peace. Glory to God. You can't, you can't enjoy perpetual peace if you don't have the full knowledge of God and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus. Christ. When you have those two, Peter said, grace and peace will be multiplied unto you. Then he said, as his divine power, verse 3, has given unto us all things that pertains to life and godliness. He said, his divine power, God's divine power, Jesus' divine power has given unto us all things that pertains to life and godliness. In other words, God has made provision for us everything that pertains to life and godliness. I love that translation of Psalm 23 verse 1 that says the Lord is my shepherd. I have everything that I need. The Lord is my shepherd. 
Everything that I need, I have it. Everything I need is already provided for. Now it's a mindset. Everything that is required for the work at hand, everything that I need to have for the things that I'm meant to do is already provided. He said his divine power has given unto us. He's not going to give to us. He has given to us everything, all good things, all things that pertains to love and godliness. Then look at where he went further. He said, through the knowledge of him. Did you see that? That means even those good things, those things that pertain to love and godliness, you will only be able to assess them through the knowledge of him. He said, by which has been given to us exceeding great and precious promises. That through these things, that through these, you may be partakers of the divine nature. He said, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through loss. He said, having escaped. You have escaped. You're not trying to escape. Having escaped. The moment you plunge into Jesus, you have escaped the corruption that is in the world. True laws in verse 5. He said, but also for this reason. Now that's where we're going. He said, but also for this reason. But also for this reason. But also for this cause. For this reason. He said, giving all diligence. Then he said, add to your faith, he said, I had virtue. Now, the first block that I'm going to talk about after the laying of the foundation is the word faith. Peter said, add to your faith. Don't just, don't just have faith. He said, add to your faith virtue. So already in that first statement, it has, he has exposed us to the first two blocks that we will lay upon the foundation. He said, add to your faith virtue. So the first thing that is going to be laid is your faith. Then after you have laid faith, the next thing you're meant to lay is what? Is virtue. So I want us to look at faith. And you see, when, when I began to meditate upon this, glory to God, one of the things I realized is that you see, faith, you see, because the first block that you are, that you are going to lay, you know, like I said, these are about buildings, praise God. When you have laid your foundation and you have put your concrete slab and you want to begin to lay your blocks, one of the things that you must do Especially for the first block that you are going to lay upon that. You must find a way to ensure that that block sinks with the, with the foundation. There is a sink. Glory to God. There is a place where they, they lock up together. There is a way where there is a place where they are intertwined together to become as one before you can begin to solidify the other structures. Why are you following me? It's a heart to your faith virtue. Now realize that faith is a very critical part of our walk with God. Very, very critical part. When you read from Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, time you will fail me to open to that scripture. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6. He said, now faith, uh, I said, for without faith it is impossible. 
impossible to please God. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. He said, those that must come to God must first believe that He is. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Then you will realize that there's something about faith. <laughs> because none of us can talk about coming into God. None of us can talk about coming into Jesus. None of us can talk about being born again without our faith. Glory to God. Because the first journey, what started our journey was faith into God. Are you following me? Now listen to me. None of us have seen God before. None of us. The Bible says none of us have seen God except the one who came from him. And that's Jesus Christ. That's the only person who has seen God. In fact, he has not just seen God himself is God. Are you following me? Glory to God. But you see, what we received, we received it by faith. And faith is the first block that you lay as a believer. If you cannot walk with God by faith... Uh, there's a whole lot that will happen in your life that you will uh, that you probably may not be able to control. I don't know if you understand what I'm talking about. You must have faith. I mean, your faith is the first block to lay down. The Bible says, "For we walk by faith and not by sight." We walk by faith and not by sight, not by sensitive perception, not by what we can see. We don't walk by what we can touch. We don't walk by what we can feel. The first block that you lay is your faith. Glory to God. And faith is the leveler for all of us. Oh, are you following me tonight? Faith is the leveler for all of us. For when I came into God, I came in by faith. For when you came into God, you came in by faith. Glory to God. That's what brought us all of us to where we are. That was what brought all of us into sonship. Glory to God. Because of the faith that we have, we got saved. Because of the faith that we have, we got born again. Because of the faith that we have, we were translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's light. Because of the faith that we have. And the Bible says, don't stop at the level of your faith. He said, add something more. In other words, lay another block. Don't just lay your faith on the foundation. He said, but add another block to your faith. And that's where I'm going to be stopping tonight. Because if I continue to move further, glory to God, our time is fast spent. Praise God. Faith is the first phase. Faith is the first phase. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things we have not seen. There's no way you can walk with God without some level of faith. Are you following me? There's no way. Because if you want to walk with God with your sensitive perception, there's going to be a lot of frustration on your way. There's going to be a lot of depression on your way. There's going to be a lot of, a lot of I mean, a lot of things that, <laughs> do you understand what I'm talking about? Because God is not somebody who operates by senses. He doesn't operate in the physical realm. God does not live in the physical realm. If you understand what I'm talking about. And because he does not live in the physical realm, the realm where he lives is a realm where all things are possible. And if you're going to walk with him, then you need some level of faith to be able to inch on him so that whatever he says to you, you will be able to believe it irrespective of the physical constraints around you. 
Oh, do you understand what I'm talking about? Your faith. Your faith. Your faith. And on Sunday, I'm going to continue from that same block as I show you some things about faith. What your faith has done for you. What your faith can do for you. Oh, listen to me. Listen, can I, can I say the key? What your faith has done for you. And what your faith can do for you. I'm going to show you some certain things about faith. Before we make progress and move to the next block. Because he said, add to your faith virtue. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Wherever you are tonight, just rise up to your feet and just begin to bless God. Why don't you thank him for the knowledge that has come your way tonight? Why don't you go ahead and give him praise? In fact, if you have, don't have any reason to thank him, why don't you thank him tonight? Because he is your sure foundation. <clears throat> why don't you thank him tonight? Because he is your firm foundation. Oh, go ahead and glorify God. Go ahead and glorify God. <clears throat> oh, go ahead and bless him. Bless his name. Worship him. Adore him. Oh, we thank you, Father. Blessed be thy name, O God. <laughs> oh, we worship your majesty. We worship your majesty. You are the author of salvation. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. Uh, for who are we in this world without you? Oh, what could we have become? What can we even become without you? We acknowledge that you alone are God. We acknowledge that you are king. You are, we acknowledge that you are the creator of all things. On tonight we stand and we say thank you, Father. Oh, for giving us a sure foundation. Uh, the Bible says if Jesus did not resurrect from the dead, he said we have all members miserable. Then our faith is in vain. But because Jesus resurrected, our faith is not in vain vain how we are not miserable men oh lord tonight we stand and we say thank you for giving us such a foundation we bless you lord oh for making our lives a life that is certain not a life of uncertainty not a life that we're not sure of but a life that we know a life that we're sure a life that we know where we are we know who we are and we know where we're going we are not confused people. We are not people who don't know our left from our right. We are sure of who we are. We are sure of who we are. We know who we are. We know who we are. There are a lot of people all over the world who don't know who they are. But we, we know who we are. And we stand in your presence tonight to give you praise. We stand in your presence tonight to give you all the glory. Thank you Father for such a time as this. As you help us through this series, as you help us through this teaching, laying one block after another, being careful of what we lay on the foundation that we, at the end of the day, may encounter some level of reward at the end of time and not suffer loss. Lord, as you run, to, run us through, as you take us through, we pray that these things will be infused into us in the name of Jesus. It will be impacted into us in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give you praise and glory. We give you all of the honor in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Come on, wherever you are, why don't you go ahead and jam your hands together for the Lord tonight? 
oh in Kuala Church, wherever you are, come on all over the world, in South Africa, in Ghana, come on in US, Australia, New Zealand, come on, come on, come on, keep on clapping, celebrate Jesus, what an awesome mighty God will serve, hallelujah, in Shokoto Kaduna, come on, go ahead, in Gambia, come on, come on, celebrate Jesus, right there in Japan, celebrate Jesus from all around the world, let your praise rise unto God, hallelujah, glory to God, amen, what a time in God's word tonight, hallelujah, and I would not want you to miss Sunday service, praise God, if you're anywhere near <coughs> any of our campuses, <coughs> excuse me, We'd like you to pay any of our campus a visit. If you're in Lagos, we're here at Project Out 3 uh, in Festac, House 5, House 5, uh, Project Out 3, House 5, E Close, Third Avenue in Festac. That's where we are. If you're anywhere near Akure, Love's Domain Family Assembly Auditorium, opposite BTO Hall, Elisha Garage is where we are. If you are in Kwale, Travelers Cafe, uh, uh M Road off Afia Easy Road is where LDF is in Akure. Praise, I mean, in Kwale. Please ensure you make yourself available. 9 a.m. is the time for the service. Glory to God. Make sure you make it. And on Saturday, this Saturday, the 10th of April, <coughs> by 10 a.m. in Lagos, Project R3. Uh, we're going to be having uh, Enterprise Culture and we're having Professor Olale Yahweh. Uh, of Alpha Training Lab joining us, and also we are having that um, <coughs> our Instagram celebrity called uh, Dre Sticks. Uh, he's a music producer, he's a, he's a gospel art. I mean, I mean, he's a whole lot of things. Praise God. And he's coming to show us. They're both coming to show us on how to make digital money. Praise God. You cannot just afford to be on the internet without having uh, been able to make money on the internet. There are people who go spend money on the internet and there are people who make money from the internet money is something that we all need glory to god even for the gospel of our lord jesus christ so that meeting is going to be training <coughs> along those lines we want you to make yourself uh, available physically project out three you will need to register uh to attend that meeting we have 70 seats available the seats are yet to fill up uh so you can quickly take pick up your phone the number on the screen uh or on the invitation card you see it on any of our social media platforms send the number your name uh yes and that you will be attending enterprise culture to that phone number so that we can adequately prepare uh, for your coming and do not be late 10 a.m is the time we expect you to come in before 10 a.m so that you can be seated <clears throat> and by 10 a.m the journey can start i mean the journey the ride can kick off kick off it's a long journey for that day we're having two massive sessions with dre sticks uh aka faluya and also professor olale uh, where please make sure uh you make our time to be uh at enterprise culture praise god Hallelujah. And for people who have been asking, oh, is the meeting going to be streamed? Praise God. We're going to be streaming that meeting on Facebook. Glory to God. But immediately the meeting is over. We're going to bring down the video. So please, if you really, really want to watch because you are outside of Lagos City, and you cannot afford to make it down physically. So you can join us on Facebook. But immediately we're done. is not going to be there. Then the audio will now be available later on on our podcast praise god hallelujah thank you so much for being a part of tonight's meeting <clears throat> i want you to us to quickly uh give our offering the church account is on the screen from wherever you're watching you can do your transfer 
uh, to this particular account. If you are in Akure, I believe you have your local Akure church account. If you're in Kuala, the same thing. If you're in Lagos, the church account is on the screen. And from wherever you're watching us from, just do your transfers to <coughs> the account that is on the screen right now. And we believe that God will make all grace to abound towards you. That you will have more than enough. More than you can bargain for. That's what God promised in his word for you. Hallelujah. Uh, let's share the grace together in unity tonight. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you. Do have a wonderful evening.